Hey everyone, it is such a privilege to speak to you today. And uh, you might notice over here a beautiful picture of a sunset. I was just looking at that this week. I was thinking about this nation. I was thinking about the turmoil that we're going through. And I just wanted us to spend a few moments right now just really praying that God would work and he would intervene and he would ultimately change hearts. So let's just, let's just pray into that for a short little bit. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you that you are a God who is in control of all. I want to thank you not only that, but that you are immensely loving. And Father, right now, we just want to pray for what's happening in the nation of Zimbabwe and other nations going under trial. I ask that as Christ followers, we would stand firm in the faith. I ask as Christ followers, we would love as you called us to love. I ask as Christ followers that we would step out in faith that we would listen for what you're saying to us and then we would act in obedience and ultimately as a result lord jesus i ask that your light would shine and as your light shines that many people would see the way the christ followers are acting in the situation at the moment and as a result they would see you so i ask that in the days and the weeks ahead the church would rise up that we as individuals would live out your gospel call father that we would love those who are, hurt, who are hurting we would love those who are broken father that we would be your hands and feet and as we do that father i trust that we would see an outpouring of you holy spirit that we would see an increase in the miraculous that we would see miracles around us as we step out in faith that we would see those who are oppressed set free we would see those who are sick healed we would see those who have no food be provided for father i ask that we would rise up and we would be your church we would be your people in this time in your powerful name we pray amen amen i just i want to challenge you and i want to encourage you to continue to step out in faith as a church let's let's be god's hands and feet let's step out in faith and and i know we're going to see him move in a very very special way um, and on the back of that just what i wanted to share this week is really about everything that we say everything that comes out of our mouths that it has an opportunity to bless or it has an opportunity to break down and so i just really felt called to to dive into this as we look further into proverbs to to just dive into um, us thinking about the words that we say and what can happen as a result so there's that age-old saying you might have heard it you might have said it before i think i probably said it as a youngster uh, back in the day but it's that phrase that says sticks and stones may break my bones but words can never harm me and i think every one of us would agree that that's absolutely false that words do in fact carry a great weight in our lives and i think of all the hurt caused in the world and all the hurt caused in your life i would probably say that words have caused the most those are the things that take the longest to heal and i would also say that of all the love and joy in the life um, in our lives a huge amount of that would have been brought about through words that have been said you see what we say and how we say it we need to remember that our tone and how we say things has almost as much power as what we say um, it will open or close doors in your life and mine it will grow or crush relationships our words will decide the outcome of almost every situation so we need to take note of what we say look at this article from pro edit website they said the following after a little research it was revealed in 1984 british writer actor broadcaster self-professed word person and scrabble fanatic 
Giles Brandreth came up with one estimate that we speak approximately 860,341,500 words in our lifetime. However, let's get our heads around that for a short bit. That means that if people speak that on average, in one lifetime, a person will speak the complete 20-volume English dictionary more than 14 times. Or, to put it another way, every person will speak the entire Bible, Old and New Testament, more than 1,100 times. The Guardian newspaper had an article stating that the average woman speaks about 5,000 words per day, whereas the average male speaks 2,000, apparently. I would say in our household, and if you spoke to my wife, Sarah, it's probably reversed. I talk too much, probably too much, which is why this message is just as much for me as anyone else. Um, But on the whole, people do tend to say that ladies speak more than men. But according to the website LinkedIn, in a recent survey, they say the average person speaks at least 7,000 words a day. So either it's increasing because of the world in which we live, We're not sure the reason, but they would also say that includes general communication that might not be focused on -on one-on-one relationships. But the bottom line is, we say quite a bit every day, unless you live on a very remote island. Sarah and I recently watched a show which talks about people who go into areas where almost no one lives and they set up life. And these people do tend to be just a little bit strange because they honestly have very little human interaction. So they would say an awful lot less. But the Bible would jump in and say words have immense power. God himself speaks. In fact, he spoke the world into existence. Scripture says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's huge. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. There can be great blessing and great destruction through what we say. And so today I wanted to look at a few points from Proverbs to help us think through the best use of the few thousand words that we say every single day. And so the first one, this comes out of Proverbs 10 verse 19, is that we should think very carefully about each word that we say. This is what it says. Proverbs 10 verse 19, when there are many words, sin is unavoidable, but the one who controls his lips is prudent. You see, before we get any further, you and I need to realize that there is immense power to everything that comes out of our mouths. And it's essential that we think before we speak. We need to train ourselves to slow down in the busy world in which we live, to assess what we're about to say and to think. Maybe you need to get good at calling a time out. Maybe at the start of every day, you need to go, Lord, today I really want to think about what I say. But we all need to learn to control our lips every day because this will give us time to suddenly sit back and say, is what I'm about to say going to bring life into a person's life or situation or is it going to bring death? So that's the the outset. We need to think carefully about what we're going to say. The second thing is that our words can add immense value to people's lives. Just what we say can bring great transformation. Look at this in Proverbs 10 verse 11. It says, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. If we jump a little bit further down there, it says, The tongue of the righteous is pure silver 
but the one um, who, sorry, is pure silver. The heart of the wicked is of little value. How incredible that through our words, we get to build up, encourage, brighten someone's day. There was a flower seller yesterday. I was driving and I was fairly busy. And as I got to the traffic lights, um, he just said, you know, sir, would you like to buy some flowers? And I said, uh, no, I, I don't want to buy any flowers. And then the Holy Spirit suddenly challenged me and said, no, you actually need to stop and have a conversation with this man. So I said, hey, come and, come and talk. I've got something for you. So we turned and he ran down from the traffic lights and uh, he came to my door and I, I just said, hey, what's, what's your name? And he said, my name is Sympathy. My name is Sympathy. And my heart just broke inside. And I felt the Holy Spirit challenging me more than him on the name of just, you need to have sympathy for people, Craig. You need to really care for those who are hurting. Anyway, we, we chatted and I, I gave him a gift and, and I just said, you know, I'm, I'm praying for you and you've got to know that God is with you, that he singled you out today and he says, I care about you. And tears started to well up in his eyes and, and he was absolutely touched and I, I, I keep praying for him. But it was just a small example where the words that we speak to someone can have immense, immense power. So that's a great point to think on is, is to really know that the words that we say can add value to someone it says there at the end in this proverbs 10 verse 21 if you go a bit further it says the lips of the righteous feed many but the fools die for lack of sense now this phrase feed many is really interesting and i started to think about it and i thought yes it could be talking about feeding in many ways feeding the soul feeding someone's spirit but have you thought about the fact that by you speaking encouragement about someone else to someone else could actually open the door to them having employment. It could open the door to them being able to provide for their families. You literally could be part of the physical feeding process of someone by you speaking an encouraging word about them to someone else, which could open the door to an opportunity. Isn't that incredible? We can be part of seeing people provided for just by what we say. What else? What we say can open up doors in your life. Look at this phrase, Proverbs 22. We'll jump across to it. Absolutely amazing phrase. Proverbs 22 verse 11. Look what it says. The one who loves a pure heart and gracious lips, the king is his friend. You know, if your heart um, and your lips, what you say is gracious, if what you say is kind and it's thoughtful, and it's caring. Do you know that people love to be around people who speak like that? Do you know that as a result, it could open up doors and opportunities to be in people's presence, to have connections with people that you never thought possible just by being a person whose words are gracious and kind? You see, we all want to be around kind people, right? We all want to be around people who, whose words are encouraging and uplifting. And so if you begin to be that person, I have no doubt God is going to do something special in your life. How's about this crazy one? In Proverbs 11 verse 11, it says, jump across to it. Proverbs 11 verse 11, it says, A city is built up by the blessing of the upright, but it is torn down by the mouth of the wicked. 
So we see destructive words in action in our nation at the moment, the nation of Zimbabwe. We see that things are spoken and they bring destruction. But do you know that we can reverse that as Christ followers? How amazing that in this verse, a city is built up by the blessing of the upright. We could see our city built up if we started to speak blessing into people's lives and into the city in general. Imagine what would happen to the street that we live on if we spoke blessing into the lives of our neighbors. What would happen to our shopping centers if we spoke blessing into the lives of tellers, into the lives of uh, the, the cleaners in the shopping centers, into the lives of security guards? What would happen if we spoke blessing into our city councils, if we spoke blessing into the people working in our city? Immense things. So will you today, will you be a person who speaks blessing, who speaks encouragement into areas where we are based? Our tongue and what we say needs to be one of purity. Look at Proverbs 10 verses 31 to 32. This is what it says. The mouth of the righteous produces wisdom, but a perverse tongue will be cut out. Those are some hectic words. The lips of the righteous know what is appropriate, but the mouth of the wicked only what is perverse. The other night, Sarah and I were, were watching an old comedy, and we actually stopped before we even made it past the intro credits because it was just so perverse and vulgar. But we need to really think about the messages, the WhatsApp videos that we forward, the things that we tag people in, the jokes that we say, the, the comments that have innuendos to them that are, that are vulgar or perverse. My prayer is that I'm a person um, who produces wisdom, that I say what's appropriate. We need to think about that. It, it, it's so clear, clear there that it says the mouth of the wicked produces perverseness. I don't want to be considered someone who's wicked because of the perverse things that come out of my mouth. So let's be people of purity. What else does God love? And he speaks about it so much in Proverbs. Honesty. Honest words are a must. If we jump across to Proverbs 19, you just see how Proverbs is packed full of things that we can take note of. Proverbs 19 verse 22. It says, What is desirable in a person is his fidelity. Better to be a poor person than a liar. And then across in Proverbs 21 verse 6, look what it says. It says, making a fortune through a lying tongue is a vanishing mist. It's a pursuit of death. 21 verse 28, a lying witness will perish, but the one who listens will speak successfully. It's scary and humbling to think that the lies or the things that come out of our mouths actually lead us on the pursuit of death. It's talking about in this lifetime, the death of relationships, the death of nations. We've seen lies coming out of politicians' mouths brings the death of nations. We can bring the death in business relationships. And ultimately, if we continue on where lying is a part of our life, it means that God hasn't really changed us. And so one day in eternity, it's unlikely we'll be there with God. It will be death for all eternity because we've never submitted to him. We've never asked him to help change our hearts. You see, each day um, we have an opportunity to speak life um, and honesty or to speak false things and death. And one day each of us is going to stand before God and we're going to give an account for the lives in which we've led and for what we've said. And so we need to think carefully about that.
Have you thought of honoring our parents with our words being absolutely essential? Another passage which says, whoever curses his father or mother, his lamp will go out in darkness. That's a terrifying proverb. Whoever curses his father or mother, his lamp will go out in deep darkness. You see, as our parents get older, the tables often turn and we start to care for them. Maybe for some of you here today, maybe your uh, parents have started to lose their minds. Maybe they aren't operating as they used to. Do you know, we need to still care and we still need to speak honor to them because I would hate my life to be summed out as deep darkness, that there's a lamp and you can't really see where you're going. And then by not honoring parents and honoring elders, it's snuffed out. That's a terrible place to be. So let's care for our elders. Just a few more. Our words can trap us and lead us to miss out on friendships. This is huge. Proverbs 22. I'll read from verses 24 to 25. Look what it says. Don't make friends with an angry person and don't be a companion of a hot-tempered one or you will learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. That's some scary words. And if we jump to 23 verse 9, it says, don't speak to a fool for he will despise the insight of your words. What's it getting at? It's not that we shouldn't love everyone. God calls us to love everyone, but it's saying if you're in a close friendship with someone who is hot-tempered, with someone who gets angry easily, with someone who doesn't listen to what you say but, but acts in a foolish way, that's going to corrupt you as a person. You're going to start to become more angry or hot-tempered, and as a result, you're going to lose out on opportunities around you. So you don't want to be on either side of that. You don't want to be an angry person. And if right now you sit there going, you know, Craig, I'm prone to be hot-tempered and angry. You can right now say, Lord Jesus, help me. And daily, Lord Jesus, help me. And if you're in close friendships with hot-tempered people, you need to be aware that that can affect you in a negative sense as well. What about the, the final one? The dangers of gossip, slander, and mockery. I'm just going to read these. Proverbs 10 verse 18. The one who conceals hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. Proverbs 11 verse 19. With his mouth, the ungodly destroys his neighbor. Isn't that terrible? With your mouth, you can destroy your neighbor. Verse 13. A gossip goes around revealing a secret, but a trustworthy person keeps a confidence. Proverbs 20 verse 19. The one who reveals a secret is a constant gossip. Avoid someone with a big mouth. 22 verse 10, drive out a mocker and conflict goes to, and then quarreling and dishonor will cease. The other day, I let out a really huge secret. It wasn't damaging, it wasn't hurtful, but it was something that was supposed to be kept to myself. Uh, there were gasps in the room and I felt this small. I, I felt terrible. I had I'd let people down. I I just really felt terrible about myself and, and, and thankfully they were, they were really gracious um, in the process even, even though I'd messed up, I'd really fluffed it and I, God was so gracious because actually what I let out didn't matter too much in the scheme of things in the long run but I still felt so, so small and I just thought, Lord, where did, where did that come from? I, it wasn't even hurtful, I just didn't want, you know, where did it come from? But if we're sharing secrets that we know are negative about people we're sharing things about people that are negative, they, they're slanderous, you know, we can actually destroy people's lives. We can really destroy our neighbors. We can, we can hurt people in a big way. 
and it's truly horrific. The, the Lord calls us fools. He calls us ungodly and he says that we should avoid people like that. We need to realize that our words have huge power to add stress, to add hurt, to add anxiety. And so I want to challenge you, if you're someone who's prone to, to just share things you shouldn't really, to just share a good juicy secret, to just share a bit of scandal, I want to challenge you to just say, think about your words, think about whether they're life or death, think about what they're adding value to someone or not, and just bite your tongue if you have to. We want to be people who are upright, who are honest, and who bring life so I trust that's just given you a few pointers, a few tips, a few challenges. I know it has to me as I've processed it, as I've been preparing. And I, and I just want to pray for us because I know that God can bring us to be people who the words that come out of our mouths are life and they bring transformation and they bring ch change. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, I, I want to thank you for being with us today. I want to thank you for everyone who has tuned in wherever they are in the journey of faith. Heavenly Father, I pray that we would realize that our words hold immense power. I pray that we would be people who think about what we say, that we would be people who bring life into people's lives, life into situations. I thank you that as a result, you open up incredible doors. If there's people right now, Lord, who have had things spoken over them, who've had things said to them that, that has been deeply hurtful, maybe you're here and you've, you've had something said to you by a parent when you were five or six, you're worthless. You'll never be anything in life. Maybe you've had something said to you by a close friend. Holy Spirit, I ask you come in and you break the power that, that that holds over people right now. I ask that you would give people the power to forgive and to release people where there's been hurt that's built up for many years. I ask if, if words of forgiveness need to be spoken, that they'll be spoken. Um, but ultimately, Holy Spirit, I ask you would bring restoration right now to words that have been spoken that create immense hurt. Heavenly Father, I ask that going forward as a church, as friends together, we would be life givers in Zimbabwe and beyond, in marriages, in friendships, in businesses, to those who are beneath us in age, to those who are above us. Heavenly Father, may our words bring life. In your amazing name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us today. I pray that you have a great rest of your weekend, an amazing week ahead, and let's all be conscious of what we say. Let's be life bringers in the week ahead. Thanks so much.